What is going on, everyone? Welcome in to episode 41 of The Scope. It is a big week, although this is an FPS podcast, and I promise everybody we will cover the majority of FPS things around the genre. It's a big week for everyone. It's probably the biggest first-person shooter that we've seen come out in a long time is releasing this week. We played a little bit of it last week. So while we are talking about some other things, this is going to be a pretty Call of Duty-centric episode. Luckily, to my right, your left. Wait, my left, your right. <laughs> we have one of the biggest Call of Duty creators, gun expert on the program, yeah. Buffner Gaming. What's up, man? What an intro. I love it. I'm good. I'm really good. Glad to be here. My favorite part of my Monday. So love doing a good live stream. And we got a good amount to talk about, too. Yeah. Like you said, it's a it's a pretty big week. <laughs> so biggest, biggest FPS week we've had in a long time. That's for sure. Yeah, there's not a good Call of Duty that we get excited about every week or every year, uh, but this is one that's uh, pretty excited, pretty excited for across the board. Um, I got to practice that. My right, your left. No, backwards <laughs> it's, again. It's, it's, My left, yeah, yeah. the viewer's right. Yeah, there it is. Next week, I'm going to nail it. I'm going to sit in front of the mirror, and I'm going to practice that. I'm going to get it down. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. This show will get better. <laughs> it'll get better i'm gonna hold you to it next week we're gonna see we're gonna see if you get it right or not dude i gotta practice um how was your uh how was your weekend what's going on what's going on in the world getting just getting uh, geared it? up for content yeah yeah kind of it was a uh, was my cat is messing with my green screen uh no it was actually a pretty busy weekend um did a lot of like i had to go to back get a u-haul and go back to our uh our old apartment had like its own storage unit there. So I had to, uh, we loaded that stuff up and uh, brought it to another storage unit and then brought stuff from the house to the storage unit. So it was pretty busy, definitely zero rest, but I got to uh, made a nice fire pit yesterday. So we had a fire last night and uh, watched some house of the dragons. So it was pretty good. Nice. Are you uh, just, you kind of getting everything in a line so you can, Hit, hit it running on uh, Friday? Hit the ground running on uh, Friday with everything? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. I think I'm ready to go. I just, I, it, for those of the people that tuned into the campaign live stream, my uh, PS5 was just like freaking out. I don't know. I just started doing this thing after I preloaded where it like randomly will just start like even if i load up to the main cross media bar of the ps5 it'll just start the audio will be like like start glitching and chopping up really bad and then it lags so like if i'm trying to like go left or right on my cross media bar it like won't respond for three seconds and then it like over compensates and like there's there's half a terabyte of memory still i deleted all my games all the extra stuff so I don't know what the heck's going on. I took it apart and cleaned it last night. It seems like it was better, so uh, we'll see. Huh. But if I need to, I'm going to be buying another PS5 this week. <laughs> have you uh, have you found any, like, Googled online and found what that could be? Is anybody else having that trouble, or is it weird? Like, is it <laughs> uh, kind of a one-off thing, or are you just lucky? I, th I think it's just me. As you guys can see, my cat is, like, playing on my green screen in the back, so you saw all the moving boxes behind the green screen. But... Yeah, it looks like from everything I saw, <clears throat> we were all Googling it pretty heavily during the stream to try and figure it out. And I saw some things uh, 
like of in the past people were having some problems but this was like next level like, it got to the point where i was in i was in one of those campaign missions and i you couldn't hear any of the audio it was so choppy the gameplay it was just laggy it was it was horrible so i don't know i don't know what it was i've tried everything and i think hopefully cleaning it seems like it helps so far i gotta gotta play a little bit more and just make sure but i have uh i have locations scouted out that have ps5s if i need to go and drop like 800 on a bundle version or something to make oh, sure no. i'm ready to go <laughs> oh no i hope not um <laughs> well, at least there's a few of them around i guess I just killed my other piece dude i'm i am like breaking everything i touched today i had another i had your stream pulled up on this on my work computer over here and i just killed it like i don't know what i did but it's dead okay <laughs> neat you, so hopefully broke, this computer computer i'm the computer Oh no! I must have. I took my wrist rest off my uh, off my keyboard and I set it by that computer and it just gone. Like I unplugged it from the wall. So hopefully the one that's running this program, I don't. <laughs> yeah, let's not lose the other one. Yeah, I don't want to touch anything. The production team is like trying to sabotage us right now. I don't know what's going on over here. It's a disaster. Um, yeah, my weekend. I'm man. I've been pretty busy with stuff around here with our horses and stuff, getting ready for winter. Had to work on a horse tank and stuff like that, but not too much going on. Kind of getting ready for, for archery season, a little bit more chasing deer, a little bit more heavy duty with the bow and arrow. There you go. There you and go. Then, other than that, not not too much. Weather's finally cooling off. We finally got some rain. So it's one of those days outside right now. It's like cool and cloudy and a little bit rainy that like fall is setting and the leaves are changing on the trees. And that's mm -hmm. like kind of call of duty time and I'm, I'm getting those feels i'm getting those like nostalgia feels of a call of duty coming out again because i like many people who started with first person shooters that's kind of where i started was with call of duty like most people and mm. it just has that feeling in the air like like call of duty call of duty time is is here i remember like going go. to standing in line at gamestop and stuff like that it was awesome yeah those were those were the days for sure i <laughs> remember doing the the old GameStop thing i and uh waiting outside pre-ordering all that stuff so now we get to digitally preload though and get get going right at midnight so that'll be good i might just go stand outside the GameStop anyway just to, to get the feeling in just, even though i don't just understand nostalgia. <laughs> they come outside hey hey man what are you doing shut up get in the mood leave me alone <laughs> yeah all right i guess we should probably talk about video games that's why most everyone uh, is here potentially i fine. guess you know whatever fine. um so yeah before we get into it you guys know uh we are broadcasting to multiple different channels so keep an eye on the screen for chat you guys will be able to see what people are saying all across different channels so everyone here will see what you're saying from wherever you are and also, chat is on the screen, so you guys become part of the show. When people watch the VOD, your thoughts are important to us. That's why it's on the show. Another small announcement. Uh, I saw some people asking about this before. Uh, when we talk about the campaign, I think Buff and I said, we'll, we'll talk about, uh, non. we'll kind of do a non-spoiler. If some of you guys are still working on it, we'll do kind of a non-spoiler review. And then uh, we'll have like a, a little bit of a spoiler, spoiler watch. We'll let you know. Yeah. Warning. There'll be a warning. We'll talk exactly. a little bit about the story, and then we'll all come back together, get you guys back in, and uh, we'll go over some multiplayer launch week stuff, uh, what we can all expect. Launch times, maps, modes, guns, uh, some of that stuff that's coming up on Thursday night for me. Uh, probably you two, or are you like right at 
You might be. I think it's it's right at midnight for me. So technically yeah. Friday. Yeah. I'm 11. I'm 11 p.m. So we'll. I have that that pulled up the launch schedule for everyone to look at, so you guys can see when everybody will be able to jump in, and uh, we'll definitely check it out. Also, for some fucking reason, this thing is an audio podcast. So if you're interested in that, if you guys are busy, if you're driving. I'm sorry you have to listen to us, but if you choose to, <laughs> you can. So that's in the link. It's in the description wherever you are if you like the audio version. Uh, it's actually been picking up steam, oddly enough, so that's interesting. All right. Um, Shout out the podcast, guys. Love it. Yeah, we love you. Even though we may forget about you and explain stuff on the screen, and you guys are probably like, really, guys? I'm sorry. We do love you. Okay, so the first thing I wanted to talk about, um, even though everything is about Call of Duty this week, it is the launch week. We've played campaign. We've seen some things and a lot of people are talking about it. We have something that's like kind of big in my opinion. Um, it's yet another AAA studio that's throwing their hat in the Extraction Royale scene. The Tarkov light game mode where instead of last person standing or last team standing, it's a choose your mission, get in, get your stuff done and get out. So that's something we've been seeing. Again, we expect that to see with DMZ, but this is coming from Bungie. So we're going to talk about this a little bit because it is it is worth noting, I think. I think it's kind of a big deal. Um this was first reported over on Insider Gaming. I honestly didn't read into it too much, so we're going to kind of check it out together. Um it was Tom Anderson's Insider Gaming. Did you ever play Marathon way back in the day from Bungie? Like way no. back? No. <clears throat> I don't think so and and I'm trying to remember and I don't even know if i've heard of it to be honest but if i'm sure if i look it up out it'll i'll recognize it it's like it's like super old school like from the 90s um so it's like one of the first uh shooters but they said um according to tom sources over at insider gaming tom henderson uh they're set to bring back marathon series with a new game that will be a three-man squad extraction based shooter it's in pre-alpha state um it sounds like and then uh jeff grubb talked about it on his uh podcast to game mess mornings he added a little bit um of context not too much about where they're at in the development of it uh but it takes place on a planet that was previously home to a human colony that vanished with humans now sparse using highly custom customizable cyborgs called runners to gather loot so it sounds kind of like a scav right like you mm -hmm. have your your runner that can go in and get loot for you. Um, it's understood that the gameplay loop of Marathon is similar to most extraction-based shooters. Choose a mission, buy your loadout, drop in, and try to extract safely. Um, but it's understood that if you lose, or if you die, you'll lose all your stuff. Um, what it is, what they've said, and some of the other stuff, um, it's supposed to be really heavy into progression, uh, which is one of the things I'm worried about in DMZ. Like, how are they going to keep people playing and keep people interested? Uh, the game is intended yeah. to be the ultimate example of a living game. Seasonal rewards and progression will be a huge part of the game, which isn't surprising considering Bungie's success with Destiny and its live services. This will be the first non-Destiny title the studio has developed in over a decade. So I, I, wow. I feel like it kind of is a big deal. Wow. Um, they've uh, filed some patents or excuse me some trademark stuff that's not too important um they were contacted and didn't respond um i think when jeff grubb talked about it i'm paraphrasing here and using my boomer brain to try to go back and remember what he said but he said there was a lot of development put into customization and mm. put into uh events the world is going to be dynamic changing all the time and uh like 
uh, Earthy Teddy is saying in chat, yeah, it sounds a lot like the cycle. Similar kind of setting. Um, yeah. I'm not sure in Cycle Frontier um, if you have like a scav type runner like they're going to have. Uh, but yeah, it sounds like Bungie is making its first non-Destiny title in over a decade, and it's going to be an extraction shooter like Tarkov. Buff, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I'm curious to see like where it goes or what it turns out to be because uh, it sounds good. I'm just curious in the cycle is it going to be what kind of time period, I guess. I doubt it's going to be. It's going to be more of Bungie titles are usually like more futuristic stuff like like this cycle and in, in, in destiny so i'm assuming it'll be kind of around that uh time period ish i guess right so i'm sure it'll be pretty cool and destiny is always still a lot of people playing that today those were great games so um but it is pretty cool that it's the first non-bungie title they made in over 10 years so that's that's a pretty big deal yeah they also worked on some of the first halos as well so they're they're in that sci-fi shooter space mm -hmm. so yeah it'll be really interesting if they come up uh come up with this game also fundamentally since sony bought them will technically be backed by um backed by sony and edwards asked you did the marathon games use the quake engine i really think so um i have a i have a tiny tiny memory of of marathon um my parents' computer, my mom uh, did all the computer, did computer work in our house, and we had a really old Mac, and this, the shooter was actually on Mac, on Macintosh, and oh, wow. I looked it up, and it came out in 1994, so I would have been seven, but I remember, Jeez. I remember uh, my mom would get these uh, Macworld magazines, and it would have demo discs in it sometimes, and oh, there was a sweet. game demo disc that had a marathon um marathon demo on it so like i barely barely That's remember cool. i barely remember marathon so like it's kind of cool so that'll be uh i'm i'm excited to see what they do i'm i'm still kind of like a almost an extraction shooter denier right now i'm not a truther <laughs> i'm kind of a denier um i'm worried about replayability of these just kind of how i've got sucked into tarkov and then kind of stale on tarkov mm -hmm. um I, I'm worried about DMZ, but um, after what we saw in the campaign, I have a little more hope for it because I feel like, look at this professional segue, by the way. Um, Boom. Yeah. <laughs> what I saw in the campaign seemed like a lot of kind of feature previews of what could be coming to DMZ. 100%. Yeah, definitely. So here we are. Modern Warfare 2 campaign review. I played it. Took me two tries, two sittings. Um, yeah, what? It, I think we should start off. What's your rating out of ten? Hmm. I need. I definitely need to play it, play through it again. Um, I think right off the bat, I'd I'd go with like an eight, probably. But it, if I when I play it through fully again, could go higher, could go lower. Um, like I said, a lot of those issues I had with the PlayStation really kind of threw threw me off. So it was hard to. I did miss a chunk of a little bit of the one of the missions and stuff like that, and I just restarted everything and trying to go back and do it. it was, so I I did miss some things in there, but um, I really liked it overall. So I'll give it an eight out of ten right now, and then that's that's definitely subject to change once I go back through it again. 
I want to give it like a seven. Mm-hmm. Um, graph, like, and then if you like flesh that out, I thought the graphics were like really good, like a nine. Yeah. And I thought a lot of the mechanics were kind of uh, new that I hadn't seen before. Those were like a nine, but I felt like the story kind of brought it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, striking, we're not going to do spoilers now. Um, we're going to talk kind of overall about it for a little bit. And then when we get into the story in a little bit, we'll let you guys know about spoilers. Um, yeah. So we can cut that off and we'll kind of mark it with uh, my uh, standby screen so you guys know when to come back. Uh, so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll kind of try to do it that way. So we'll let you know if we're going to do spoilers. So for now, we're just kind of talking um, overall campaign. But I thought I thought the story, the story was kind of not as good as 2019. Um I don't know. There was, there was definitely, yeah. I mean, and without going into spoilers right, right now, we'll get into it in a little bit. But I did, I did feel, I, I actually loved a lot of the campaign. I thought a lot of it was better than 2019. But then I thought they also were trying to. It seemed like they were doing a little bit too much in some of the, some of the missions with the story, and it kind of got a little jumbled in there and it also feels like maybe some missions were cut to be honest just with the way the the story kind of turns pretty quickly there so i don't know um if that's the case or not but yeah we did yeah. see there were a lot of the uh ralph's valve leaks about the campaign that weren't in there so i could definitely have seen them of cutting some things it it almost feels like where some of those missions where you could you could reply to the characters it didn't feel like that had a bearing on anything like in the conversations. So it was kind of right. It kind of felt like they did cut some stuff. Um, like it, like the campaign maybe could have branched out depending on how you played certain things or changed. It was really linear. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the gunplay was so good. Um, right. There were some interesting mechanics and I, I don't think talking about the mechanics are really a spoiler. Uh, the, the crafting, no. The crafting and stuff like that was I was instantly and I saw you play in your stream, you were instantly like, Holy shit, DMZ, like right here. Like yeah. when you have when you had the backpack and you got into that and you could grab and equip different stuff out of your backpack, I was like, Holy shit, DMZ and then like a little bit later I was like, Oh my god, we're crafting, like picking up stuff and crafting things. Right. I was like, Holy shit, that's that's DMZ. And definitely. Then, definitely. So I got pretty hyped about that. Um <clears throat> And then I think the the armor boys that you run into um, are going to be like different levels of scabs that you're going to see um, in DMZ as well. Um, yeah, those guys were tough, man. Some of those guys take took a whole thirty round mag. They, they were, were very strong. So yeah, exactly. That goes. I mean, I know in that Warzone two gameplay that that they should have caught next, the the bots were just like standing around there. But obviously, there's there's varying levels of of AI. So, yep, there those are gonna those screamed DMZ to me. And some of the missions I felt like were a little bit monotonous, like they were they were drawn out just a little bit long, and some of them were kind of short. I thought, um, some of them where you kind of did the same thing over and over and over. Um, like the, the ghillie mission, you had to keep moving side to side and stuff like that, uh, was kind of annoying. Uh, but yeah, overall seven out of 10, uh, this is coming from, uh, a video game stooge that doesn't play a lot of campaigns. So keep that in mind. I don't play that many campaigns, but I did play, 
2019s in this one. And I, I thought 2019s was a little bit deeper of a story. I got into the story a little bit, like, you know, how the, how the conflict affected them as kids, how they grew up and it kind of shaded their perspective on the world. And like Mm -hmm. this, this story seemed like just kind of more straightforward, bad guys, good guys, shoot them up. Let's go, which isn't all bad. Yeah. And I do think, uh, like I said, with this story, I mean, and we already, you know, we talked about the craft and stuff. Like I said, that definitely was there for a preview for like stuff we're going to be seeing with DMZ and everything. I thought those missions, the first one time you did it, I thought was good. Second time, I thought it wasn't really necessary there and it, it was drawn out a little bit too long. And then there was um, one of the missions where you meet up with Farah. I, I liked it a lot at first and then it just got so drawn out, but that's also when all my PlayStation issues started. So it ended up being extremely hard, but that one I felt was a little bit over the top, but again, I need to play through it again. Um, overall though, and then the, the last mission, I I really liked uh, the second to last mission as well. And then, but the last mission, like when you end end, it just came up kind of uh, abrupt. It, it, it just kind of felt, it didn't really feel like the ending gameplay wise leading to the end of the story that I would have expected. Um, but then you had some really awesome like post-credit stuff, which is really cool. So, yeah. And so not, okay. A couple things I want to make sure we hit on, um, with the, with the crafting, I thought that was really cool because in like Tarkov you have crafting, but it's in your base. It takes a long time. It was cool. It was cool to see crafting on the spot. So, um, I could see that play at a huge part, adding to replayability, adding to the complexity of the missions in DMZ. Say you have to unlock a box over here, but you have to gather the items and make like a pry tool over here and then get across the map and unlock the box and get the stuff and extract. That's pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to think of another game, uh, Deadside, uh, that we talked about with Blue the Robot. Yeah, uh, yeah. Deadside had crafting in the game like that. You did it while you were there. Yeah, Tarkov is just, is you just craft it in the hideout. Right. So, yeah, that that adds a lot to it. That helps. That eases that eases my mind a tad. A tad. I'm still I'm still concerned about the DMZ replayability. And then uh talking about that ending before we're not to spoilers yet, but talking mm-hmm. about that ending, it definitely left it open for a season 2. Do you think that that is what we know as allegedly DLC for the campaign next year since there's no new COD? Or do you think it's going to be a continuation several years down the line with a Modern Warfare Roman numeral 3? Um, I, th- I think it's set up, they set it up for two years of, of support. So the way that ended, I think you're going to see the story continued with each season. I wouldn't be surprised if they brought in uh, additional campaign levels down the road as well. Um, and with those campaign levels in some of those seasons, you see um, see the campaign levels like matching um, <clears throat> with maybe some of the characters and content that's introduced. But yeah, I, I think I don't. I mean, they obviously set it up for another game for sure. But they already said this was the last Modern Warfare, you know. But money talks so i guess we don't really know but i don't think they're gonna everything they kind of set up there i don't think they're gonna wait till they're for there to maybe 
or may not be an, another title. I think they're we're going to see that over the next two years of support. I think so too. My my reasoning is um, in the last earnings call for Activision, or one of them in the last this last year, they said there's going to be premium like paid DLC for this Call of Duty next year. So I think right. around the same time when people are getting generally get fatigued with a Call of Duty title, I think they're going to have another continuation of this campaign, like a campaign DLC. That's my bet. That's just me talking out of my ass. But that's that's what I think is going to happen based on the little bits and pieces that we've heard here or there. Yeah, I completely agree. All right. Should we do should we do spoilers? Yeah, let's do it. So all right. All right, guys. I'll let you put the stuff up on the screen or however you want to do it. But yeah, from this point forward, guys, we're going to talk spoilers. So if we didn't finish the game and you don't want to be spoiled, um, you know, we'll just for the first thing I would say, keep an eye on the topics. So once we move on to MP launch week, you guys can mute us and crash. will put something up on screen here and then just come back. Yeah, I think what I'm going to do is uh, I'm just going to put spoilers on the screen. And, oh, you can uh, do it. Sweet. Okay. Yeah, I'll just put a put a text on here. Um, <laughs> it put it on the wrong thing. Um, <laughs> that, yeah, way, we'll, that way, you guys will know, and you guys can can come back. Just mute us if you if you don't want to be spoiled, and and keep an eye on the screen. We're not gonna show. Uh, we're not gonna show anything. And then and then as soon as the spoiler thing goes away, yeah, there you go. That's the that spot I put away, it on. That's what I picked. Cool. Love it. As soon as it goes right. away, and you see the topic switch, then you guys will know. Okay. All right, guys. Spoilers. Ready? I knew Graves was a fuckboy, man. Look at that guy. I knew he was. Like, the whole time. I, he just had that look to it, man. He, I don't know still what you my think. Still my favorite character in the whole game. Graves, definitely still my favorite character. And, again, talking spoilers, we didn't see him die, so I'm hoping he's not dead. Yeah, I think he's alive. I, I do. I would, they they intentionally like didn't show him dead, but right. when we fir- when we first saw him and how he was acting all macho and stuff like typical CIA, CIA guy and he just had that I'm telling you, I can't explain his look other than a fuckboy. Um, oh, dude, I so- loved him. He got he got me so hyped in that AC, those AC one thirty missions. I was like when they that was his first time on screen. I was like, fuck yes, this is what I got so pumped up with him giving his talks. I'm like ready those- to go. Those were really cool. Those missions were cool. I was like, uh, I remember after those, I was like, wow, that was neat. Like, I, I didn't, I didn't think, I didn't think that that would be a part of the mission. Just because usually you're the one getting down dirty, clearing the buildings and stuff. But it was really cool to kind of sit up in safety and just drop mm. fucking bombs on people. It was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. And then um, I also had a feeling about Shepard. Uh, he just kind of had that look to him, and that could be my bias from watching Terminal List, like him being a little shady, like the <laughs> yeah. like the upper the upper command being a little shady. Right, right. Um, that probably comes from uh, Terminal List. Uh, he turned um, the. I kind of was worried about Aliandro, but he was cool, and uh, everybody else like seemed seemed pretty cool. He was a really cool character. And then, uh, what are your thoughts on Valeria? Everybody's talking about her. Oh man, I mean that's whatever. <laughs> my my that was around the time my PlayStation like was going crazy leading into that mission too. So I I missed like the setup and was just kind of just over it at that point. So I need to, <clears throat> that's a mission I need to go that's back and, 
in replay uh so i can like actually pay attention because it was just like going crazy but i mean yeah everyone's everyone's sipping pretty hard over her so whatever yeah uh the only the thing that i thought was really cool that she said was at the end that they like they're gonna get her for what she did and she had like the line where she said doesn't matter what i did it's what you can prove which i I thought i thought that was a pretty pretty baller line uh rodolfo rodolfo pissed me off uh he was not 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 because of the story not because of the story because because of how his ai behaved in that in that in that tank mission he literally just stood there he's like did nothing he's like you uh you fight that tank and then uh i won't uh, i won't cover you and i won't shoot the shadow company guys (laughs) coming after you i won't do anything i'll just wait here speaking of i mean that's a good point because the team ai like in the sniper mission right they all give it up 2.0 um what the hell was the name of it i just had it up on screen um that one like um recon by fire so captain price like did was pretty bad at covering you i've been i played it on hardened i think originally or veteran i can't remember and i'm going back and doing it on realism too but playing through it on stream like there was enemies just like coming out of nowhere from his direction and he just like didn't shoot anybody and i screen i was just on, on on stream i was like what the what the hell's going on <laughs> like price cover me please and like they're these guys are geared up like crazy. So you got to hit them in the head. And there's a, a couple of instances where like, I ditched my, I ditched my sniper rifle for an AK or something. So it was just like, these guys are just coming in and, and then you do the, you do gas in the air vents there and in like, he isn't shooting people enough. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It just, they really kind of let you do your left you for your, for dead there. Unless you're, you got a killer one yourself. Yeah, they are weird. <laughs> the AI was pretty bad. Um, especially on your team i had one um there were just a couple things that took me out of it like that amsterdam mission that map was gorgeous um the amsterdam one but then they had one where i was walking up there and um what's the lady's name uh the main oh shoot the main blonde guy uh, that like does everything yeah yeah uh somebody uh, in chat will help my kate kate Kate, right kate laswell last yeah yep yeah kate she was walking with me and she walked right into one of the bad guys and it did like the whole g laswell yep it did one of the whole like grand theft auto things where they like bumped into each other it was like really silly um (laughs) oh no that was dumb and then the other thing that made me laugh was um the mission where you're gillied up with price and taking Mm -hmm. out the the guys down at the base at the lighthouse that was a really cool looking map too i hope we see that in uh it was like the dmz map or if that's part of the big map or what, um, I, hope, yeah. I hope we see it again. But what was really funny is like, he's like, low humidity, no wind, good conditions. But the grass is like, and the trees are like blowing like crazy. And he's like, there's no wind, should make for easy shots. I'm like, is it though? So, that was kind of funny. I, I didn't even, I didn't even pick up on that when he said it. That's hilarious. It made me laugh because like the grass and the trees are blowing. And he's like, no wind or something like that. Like talked about how calm it was, and I was like. Nah, dude. I don't know about that. <laughs> but it it was it was pretty sweet. Um, so yeah, overall I liked it quite a bit. There were just like a few uh, shortcomings, um, here and there. Yeah. But yeah, the that was badass. Um, at the end though, where the guy on the plane took he had like he was wearing all the gun parts and like put the Glock together with. That was pretty wild. 
But yeah, and, I think it, it was supposed to either be Mac or I need to go back and rewatch it. I don't know if he sent the text that said no Russian or he received it. So regardless, he's one of Makarov's crew or Makarov. Call back to original Modern Warfare 2, no Russian, which is remember, no Russian. That was that was great. So you're definitely going to see that story continued in some way or another, which is sick. Yeah, that was that was great to see. Yep, I think I think next year or whenever they continue it, it's gonna shift, of course, to Makarov and all that stuff. But there was also like a lot in that campaign. Uh, I saw some people mention it in chat. <laughs> Where Seneca? Okay. Yeah, I saw some people mention it in chat. Um, so like when Shadow Company and Graves turn on you, it felt like it came out of nowhere because that was right it after was fast. Dark, that we yeah, that was right to the dark water mission, I think. That's where I would say it feels like there was a mission left out or something because they did the dark water mission and then it's just like all of a sudden step away from the gate. Uh, it just like came out of nowhere and you're like, because the, the dark water ends and like your soap and you and Graves are like fist bumping, like hugging, like, yeah, we got him. Uh, and then it's like, he's trying to kill you. It just really came out of nowhere, which I didn't, it just felt weird to me, but so it feels like they, they skipped out on some missions there and going back to what you said about Ralph and what his predictions were or what he said about the game, uh, more like gritty close quarters missions like we saw with some of those Modern Warfare 2019 missions, which we didn't really see any of those. There was only one nighttime mission. There was really no, um, none, no, none of those Wolf Den type missions really where you're stacking up and clearing the building. So um, it feels like they probably removed some things, some some uh, things. And he also, there's a lot of stuff he originally said about the campaign. So some stuff definitely got caught. It feels like there's a mission missing in there for the story somewhere. Um, there was also that really cool part with uh, Shadow Company, though. And you, they where you do the, it was, I think, what was it? Three months prior or something like that. They do the flashback and Shadow Company gets uh, ambushed by, I think they're called the Coney, which is the Russian PMC group, which epic first off really cool so they got ambushed by the russian pmcs so we're going to see russian pmcs eventually introduced into this story somewhere in this two years of support which is sweet we know from uh leaks that bale and velkin are going to be coming back so i'm curious if velkin is part of this pms or uh bale's part of the pmc group and then velkin's still part of shadow company would make sense um but that's a whole thing in the story where i was like oh i was like holy crap russians like we haven't seen russians at all yeah <laughs> and uh i thought the story was gonna pick up with like russians coming in at this point and that's where macro was like man we didn't see that but i i'm guessing um you know may, maybe makarov being the leader of the Al russian alternationalist group like they talked about at that bar um maybe that pmc group is is his his shadow company essentially so um there was a lot of good stuff there with the campaign that I, I think they're going to expand on and maybe it wasn't fleshed out fully for a reason, uh, which we'll see with this paid content or the two years of support. But I did, I did want to mention like the backpack system and stuff. I love the backpack system and the crafting. I really enjoyed it um, for the, uh, for the first mission alone. I liked it a lot, but it was hard. I didn't like, I didn't like, Part of that mission where ghost is like yeah i already came through there I, I like to work alone i'm already at the i'm already at the church it's like dude you could help me out because i don't have a gun and these guys are all have like level five body armor on like come on you already went through here you didn't get me 
And so you're just like, you know, you're getting some wax and some matches and stuff and doing whatever. But I mean, it was cool. But and I liked that mission. I thought that worked well. But the final mission there where you have to do it again, um, I think it was countdown was what it was called. That crafting part kind of came out of nowhere and it felt like really out of place for me. And yeah. uh it, it was it was place. It was kind of like they're like, How cool was that crafting? I want to make sure you saw it. Let's do it again. Like Yeah, and then it they seemed just like they just the put, it in to put it in. Yeah, they just ended the game with like that's how you end the game gameplay wise. It's like crafting stuff. And I just felt yeah. I was like, man, like I was just thinking like you know, price and them are like right upstairs. Like <laughs> Are they going to come help me? You're just stuck down here. Doing it was weird. Stuff. It just was, it was weird. Yeah. I just thought it didn't belong in that mission. The other thing, uh, the other thing that was like, that was, uh, about that mission that was silly was, you know, you're like creeping around, stabbing these guys with chunks of glass. And then I'm thinking like, this is call of duty. This is the end of the campaign. I want to smack some fools with a gun at the end. Right. And so I pick right. up a gun off one of those guys and it has four bullets and I'm like, Yes, yeah. I'm like same these thing guys are me, yeah. these guys. That guy just like mag dumped at me three times, but now I pick it up and he just has three bullets. Like, and he has armor, oh. so you you shoot and you run out of ammo, and then I died. I was like, no, come on. Yeah, it's like I just want to dumpster these guys. Yeah, um, exactly. That was tough. Yeah, yeah. The 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 heel turn was uh for for Graves and Shepard was really fast and kind of seemed out of nowhere, and it also seemed kind of silly how it went from zero to a hundred in like two seconds to like it kind of went from like what's going on which normally someone would be like okay well we're gonna call our superiors and have this hashed out and figure out what's going on no we're just gonna try to kill each other we're just gonna go straight to like shooting at each other it was kind of silly mm-hmm. um out of nowhere it was yeah it was kind of wild and then there was some other stuff i was telling people my because uh folks in my chat when i was playing through it were like this would never happen and i'm just like at some point when you're playing a campaign, you just have to, you just have to like, um, not think about it too much. Just go with it. <laughs> just go, yeah. go with it. Have fun. Uh, don't think about it too much and you'll be fine. So that yeah. was, it, there were some silly parts. It's like whenever you're uh, shooting like the Mexican special forces and stuff, it's like, this would be like a really big deal. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of just engaging. And you, yeah, the Mexican was important. Then the AC one thirty mission, you're engaging the Mexican military. Granted, you're shadow company, so you're a PMC group. So like, you're not, you know, you're not, you're technically not part of the U.S. military. You're like off the books or whatever, but still, yeah. But like, like you're just fucking dumping, <laughs> dumping rounds on the Mexican military, man. Like. <laughs> You killed a lot of Mexican military in that mission, which was pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I was just like at one point. They were asking me a lot of questions that I could not answer and was just like, yeah. you can't think about it. We just got to go with it at some point. But Right. Yeah, and then uh, the other thing I want to say, like, with what the way the Shadow Company stuff kind of ended with Graves and everything, like, regardless, whatever you may think of his character. I thought the the guy who did the voice acting in the mocap like killed it, man. He was oh, just so he was so on and I was I was pumped. So I thought the way they set him up and everything and then just the way that story kind of concluded makes me think like there's no way he's dead because uh he was like one of the highlights of that campaign and I and I really like that. But I got to talk about that stupid and again okay so i won't say stupid i need to go back and replay it to be fair 
um what is it prison break whatever that one is with farah and you're you're chasing racing to the the front of the convoy oh yeah so that like i said that's when my playstation like went nuts so i can't accurately say whether it was good or not but um i i felt like that mission dragged on too long yeah but i need to <laughs> i need to i need to play it again because i really i really that's when everything got messed up for me but yeah it feels it felt like it went on forever i think you have the right idea because i said i remember saying how fucking long is this road like is this ever gonna <laughs> run out like are we gonna run to the end of this thing because it was yeah it was a long time that's yeah. that's what i mean about some of the repetitive stuff like jumping a vehicle taking it out like you had to shoot guys out of the back of these trucks like 15 times and jump to this right, car and right. jump back and it was just it got kind of tedious the same with the price mission um where you were sniping and it's like see if you can get two with one shot it's like oh i guess i'll trot my ass over here oh wait yeah. i'll shoot these guys and they're like okay now they're over here oh but there's two and they'll see you see if you can line up two with one shot Okay, and I'll trot my happy ass back across over here. Yeah, you're going one. from one end of the map to the other end of the map. I was like running all over the place trying to get the, that lined up. Yeah, it was like, it was really, some of those things were kind of like tedious and kind of silly. but. And we didn't see, uh, who is it? Joshua in chat just reminded me, uh, you didn't see anything about Hassan, which Hardly is, any. which is, uh, Farah's brother like you didn't I don't even think they mentioned him I don't remember so um who knows what's gonna happen with that <clears throat> but it seems like yeah it, it does seem like granted it's three years after Modern Warfare 2019 so the or story you mean, you mean Hadir yeah wasn't Hadir, that Farah's yeah. brother yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Hadir okay. and uh but yeah they don't mention anything about him and granted it's three years after the 2019 campaign so Farah was uh was uh like she had a very small i mean she was only in that mission and very small role so um i'm just curious you i also noticed gaz and price really didn't have a this was they didn't have a big role like this was this was ghost and soap's story pretty much which i loved it like in alejandra i think that that was who the story was for this time around there really wasn't that many missions with uh, price or gas at all it was it was mainly alejandro uh soap and ghost yep i think yeah that's kind of what i thought of it too i thought uh farah could have had a bigger role and yeah who knows what happened to hadir i feel like they got her out of that because she was so central in the last one and they didn't want to risk it being too similar i felt like that's how fast they made her cameo like just to get yeah, her, get yeah. her in. Oh, cool! You see her again, and then she's gone. Yeah, I don't know what. I really don't know what she would be doing if she had a bigger role. So I think it worked. Um, but I did. I, my favorite cutscene, I think, was the one where they interrogate Hassan in the desert there. And uh, again, Graves. It just shows. Like I just loved how much of a badass he was. It's just like Hassan's there. He's like, "All right, we are alive, people." And he's like, "Do you speak Arabic?" no just like typical american man like for all the non-americans listening and chat and watching like that is stereotypical and i mean like to be honest we are like a bunch of cowboys and that's really just how he comes off it's just you like a, put my hat on yeah it just we're i mean americans we are just a bunch of cowboys and like we're 
I loved how they portrayed him because it was like your typical American. And regardless, like, okay, he didn't speak Arabic. He didn't speak whatever the other one language was. He's like, oh, I guess you'll speak your bastardized medieval English. It's like, regardless what you say, like that motherfucker st- graves, like would get shit done no matter what. So it's just like, <laughs> cause he's a cowboy. I mean, I, I just love that portrayal. I thought the guy did a great job. Who did the voice acting? It, it was it was really cool. Just yeah, yeehaw and shit. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we it it was really cool to see. I I love that. I just love the way it came off because clearly Hassan was like a very intelligent person. But and he he he's trying to point out that Graves is just like you know stupid, only knows one language. But um, you know, it, it, I just I just like the way it played out because Graves obviously. Okay, he may not speak languages, but he is obviously very smart to be in the position he's in, and like gets gets the job done, which is again the position why he's in the position he's in. So I just I just thought it was done very well. I, I loved that whole cutscene and, and the acting there was great. Yep. Yeah, I agree. It was like at first I'm like, hey, you shouldn't talk about Americans like that, and then I'm like, oh shit, I'm just like that. Cool. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I'm kind of I mean, stupid and don't really know that much. So good. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I just I liked how because it's like we're we're so headstrong so it's like you know I feel like that's that just kind of that's I mean it is stereotypical American but we are headstrong and we no matter what we believe we can do something and we we like whether or not we're we're stupid enough to think we can do something or whatever it is we always get shit done though so it's just it's just funny. I don't know whether we're that good or we're just like that ignorant to our limitations that we go past them. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> it was a great scene. Yep, it was pretty funny. I'm trying to think if there's anything else uh, campaign-wise. I think I'm good with I'm good with that. I, I think I I gotta go through point again. My rating may change. I'll give it an eight out of ten, but I can see where you're coming from with a seven. I I was debating saying a seven, but I really enjoyed it. So I mean, I could go up or down when I go back through and replay it, but. Um, IGN shit all over it. They said dude, it was their, their their headline for that was just stupid. They're like it just then, fails in every way to live up to its predecessor. It's like what are yeah. you talking about, guys? And then they, they gave it a lower score than Vanguard. That, I mean, that's the stupidest. That's that's so bad. <laughs> that like Vanguard made no sense. You had just well, like Vanguard made no sense in the con like that was that game. If they said it took place in an alternate reality, then it would have, but they're just like, it's a world war. They just didn't, like, the fact that that first mission went the way it did and who was part of that team just threw that. I I stopped playing. I I finished the first mission and I was like, yeah, I'm done with this crap. But um, IGN also said that the the townhouse mission in Modern Warfare 2019 was like the most over the top violent thing they'd ever seen and they were all just like i can't play this game i had a, I had to go in the other room and i couldn't watch it was too much for me so i mean those are the people right in the game so to, i mean to be fair i i uh i would trust raven software to give me a, a review over ign any day of the week yeah well it just goes to show like journalism for clicks and all that stuff um, yeah i mean they're 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 stupid is what, really what it comes down to but yes yep maybe that too maybe clicks journalism I'll, I'll just chalk it up to them ign losing their way over the past 10 years they used to be like the go-to man i remember back in the day cod 4 they gave a 10 out of 10 it was like a big deal it seems like seems like the past couple of years IGN's just like i don't even know yeah chase chase kind of nailed where i'm coming from but. they all did 
a lot of just it seems like all those big organizations that's why you guys come here for your real news because we don't have any sponsors <laughs> you know um, clearing clearing that house like you would in real life and having special forces guys uh like help you with that and how it would be done it's just it's too much for my video games and i need to go play crash bandicoot is really what it sounds like so their review of the game you know whatever man i mean i go, always go pl go play like teletubby island adventure or something i heard garfield cart garfield cart the lasagna bundles on sale on steam and it's pretty darn good you can check that yeah. out but yeah, I, I but, always just think they, they go to the, give it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> I just feel like they go they go to the contrary of what everybody thinks, just so it's more controversial. They get more clicks, they get more ad revenue, and they it, I don't know the whole it's a, so anyway, yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, just remember, crash no Russian, no Russian. <laughs> That's my best impression. I can't do it very good. Um, no Russian. Uh, long, <laughs> long live bail. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, we're I'm gonna get banned. Back. We're gonna get banned from YouTube now. The algorithm's oh gonna find. Hope, hope you're happy. You wanna, <laughs> you wanna talk about uh, multiplayer? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get that spoiler thing off the screen, and we'll switch the topic. So anyone who isn't watching the screen actively will know, maybe. Cool. Hey, no, no more spoilers. No more spoilers. I'm waving my hands. I'm back. Come We're good. Back. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, that was yeah. a good idea to put that on the screen though, because I I because people watch it on Twitter and stuff can scroll by if they didn't want. That was good. I think we, we advertised it pretty well. Um that was, that was perfect. I think shout out production team. Um, I think what I wanted to talk about, I guess first things first, um, we can show on screen. Sorry, podcast listener. Uh, we can show on screen about when you guys can play it because it is kind of interesting. Uh, it looks like PlayStation 1027, 4 a.m. Pacific, the 9 a.m. Pacific regional rollout, regional rollout for Xbox as well, same thing. And then PC is a little bit later, right? That's for the that's for the preload, right? No, that's full game. So, yeah, full, full game, game release, release launch. Uh. Four so preload is PT. Oh yeah, yeah it's preloads. I don't I think that's based on I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah, preload zones. Wait, what the is going on? That oh, confused me too. Preload's already on 4 a.m. Pacific to 9 p.m. Uh, I don't know. It says regional rollout. I guess that's where it kind of starts. I guess I should have pulled up somebody made a map. I guess it starts in EU first and then comes around and then like yeah. at midnight it it people allows. were saying if you, if you're in New Zealand, like you get it like way earlier. So people were joking, like I'm gonna fly over to New Zealand and play earlier. Some people were able to change their region on their console and hit a VPN and unlock it um, in previous titles. So that might be something something to try <laughs> if you're that crazy about it. Uh, for me <laughs> on PC, it's very straightforward. October 27th, 9 p.m. Pacific. So 11, my time, 11 p.m. Thursday. PC launch. That's and I'm it. and I'm I'm Friday morning mid midnight midnight twelve a.m. So, which is good. I pulled this exact thing up earlier because I for whatever the hell reason I thought it, I thought the game came out same same timeline that the campaign did. So it would be like this Friday this coming Friday at at one p.m. Eastern. So I was like, all right, nice. I'll take a half day. And I was like, maybe I'll do a tw like a twelve or twenty four hour stream, and I like I can get a full night's sleep. And now I find out it's coming out at midnight, so I don't know. 
Yeah, that's those, what I was going to ask you, how you're going to play that. Yeah. I don't know, man. Those, I mean, I'll definitely, I'll play it right at launch and I'll go through as far, as long, into the morning as I can. Um, but damn, man, I the, definitely, um, uh, thank you, Teddy. Uh, being up, being up all day, like gymming and then have, it's I like, I, I'm not a nap guy, so I can't like come home from the gym Thursday night and take a nap and then like wake up and play. So I'm just going to be up a long time. So I'm probably, I'm going to have to take a nap sometime that morning. <laughs> probably. I want to do a 24 hour stream, but Jesus, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to see, I'll probably take the day off Friday so I can do something, but we'll see. I got, I think see I'm, I can. I think I might've found an article. The regional rollouts are what's weird. Um, so it's telling me it starts uh, New York, yeah, midnight Eastern, uh, Mexico City. So Central is 11, same time as PC. And mm -hmm. then, yeah, the U.S. all starts, it looks like, at the same time. Because um, that, that's, all, that's all the same time. All Central right, so and we'll Eastern. Well, you and I pitch in together and we'll get flights to New Zealand and we'll start playing a whole day earlier. How's that? I can't do that. I... Uh, I don't fit on airplanes at all. You are you are taller than me, which is crazy. What are you? You six five? Yeah, I'm I'm six six and I weigh three hundred and fifty pounds. Dude, that's wild. Cause I'm cause I'm six four and like, dude, I can't plane one. I mean, you know, obviously know how it is. Oh, like, I can't fit in shit, and I can't imagine being being six six. You know, I, I'm I'm six four, like two ten. So. Uh, I've only been as high as like two thirty, but like I mean, just the height wise, like sucks, dude. Playing and all that crap. Mine's width too. Like it, my shoulder, like I'm halfway over in the next person's seat. I feel so bad for whoever has to that's, sit to me. That's I don't how like. I am too. Yeah, I'm uh, always like trying to get. I'm trying to get like this, so I'm not like. And then I'm uncomfortable because I don't want to make other people uncomfortable. So right, exactly. Like, like I don't want to be that guy because I know they're like, oh yeah. shit, we got to sit next to this guy. Yeah, get, that, I just I can feel that like I'm sitting on an airplane and I see somebody come around the corner and board and then they see me and they look at their ticket and they're like, oh, shit. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> sorry. I don't know what to do. It's like I can't spend another two grand on a first class ticket. Yeah. And, and like you can't move in the plane seats trying to like, I don't know, man, it sucks. And then we I mean, it's even worse. Like you and I like we lift. So we're just also like. Larger on top on top of just being tall so it's i'll just be like I, I always try and like make myself smaller i just feel bad because i'm just like if i sit it's exactly the same like the seat cuts off like here on me then i'm yeah. like boom, boom is the bathroom over there <laughs> <laughs> i hit the i hit the 455 on bench today a few times there you go seven re seven reps of 455 no spotter Jeez, animal yeah. It was sweet. I would I'd kill myself. Better. Um I worry about joints going <laughs> like any time. Uh so I try to not go that heavy. Hey, I mean you're not going as hard as Ronnie Coleman, so I think you'll be okay. Dude, that poor guy. That poor guy. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. We have a lot to go through here on the blog. What what were we talking about? I forgot. <laughs> Call of Duty, I guess, or something. Uh, while okay. while we're off topic. Okay. <laughs> Not only on the ticker, you guys can see the Taylor Swift's album out for all you Swifties yes. out there. So we got a new T-Swift. 
man, it's a great week. We got new T Swift. We got new Call of Duty. I want to show you this. I just saw this. It's from a couple weeks ago. Uh, oh man, a guy was elk hunting and a mountain lion started stalking him. Did you see this? No, Jesus. dude, you have to watch this last, man. last week we had the bear attack and now we got a mountain lion i, I know mean, well because i'm getting geez. ready to go i'm getting ready to go deer hunt again where we saw all those bears and i swear youtube knows that so like let's so crash all these scary ass clips and get him all freaked out okay cool so this one <laughs> popped up from a couple weeks ago this guy um this guy's elk hunting and a mountain lion is like stalking him and he has a glock 27 and the Jeez. balls on this guy i would have shot way he doesn't shoot the just to let you know he doesn't kill it he sh he shoots warning shots around it and scares it off but dude like he waits so long oh my god the and thing, this thing could get this thing could get from where it is to him like so quick yeah, too but to and be it's, fair bullet, bullets go faster so yeah but it it in a hundred, yeah, new segment, animal attack clip of the week. It 100% wants to eat him. It's got its ears back. It's stalking. And like he shoots next to it at right when it jumps. And he's got, yeah, he's filming it too. I don't know if he's got his like, he's like pulling one of these. I hope he's not doing like. I hope like not. This. I hope it's like a body cam or a GoPro or yeah. something. But dude, that guy waited so much longer than I would have waited. Like, and then it, it walks off. It just creepily walks off. Like, so after that, like, you're changing your pants. <clears throat> See, like, ears back walking at me. Yeah. I'm, I'm torching that thing, like, now. And then... Mag, mag dump. <laughs> and then when it goes behind that bush and you don't see it for a second. No, dude. No, 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 no. Look at that thing, man. <laughs> ah, so yeah, yeah, that's scary. And he fired one like right over. That second shot went like right over it. I don't know if he was trying to hit it or purposely trying to miss, but I don't know. I mean, I also... he's, he's shooting really close to it, man. I don't know. Was he actually not trying to hit it? Because those bullets I... are yeah, narrowly I, missing. I could see him uh, like trying to hit it, and it's hard to sh it's hard to shoot. With, that's uh, kind of what it that's kind of what it looks like. Maybe he was going like this and just missed those shots. He's like, "Yeah, I had to fire fire warning shots at it." <laughs> <laughs> it's probably hard to hit stuff with a handgun in one hand, a phone in the other, and a and pants full of shit. Like, because I would be pooping <laughs> yeah. everywhere. So, like, it, it's a thing. Yeah. Oh, Chase is saying T Swift is cringe. Come on, dude, get it together. <laughs> um, I know that's the joke. Okay. 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 Um, so I mean, this, speak for yourself, Crash. I lo I love her music. So. I'm not gonna say I haven't jammed to it a little bit here and there. All right, I'm not gonna say I haven't. Hey, all you Swifties out there, these uh, these uh, sex bots are back right on cue. Everybody's getting hot and bothered in chat. All right, here we go. So this is a this is a blog post. I hope I have it on the screen. <laughs> I do. Amazing. Shout out production team. I hope I have it on the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, this is a blog post from a couple weeks ago, but I thought we'd go back into it because it has quite a bit of multiplayer information. That's probably what everybody's most excited about. That's what's coming to us in a few days. So I highlighted a couple yeah. things to check out. Um, day one, there will be 12 unique modes. Pretty cool. 10 traditional modes on core maps and two ground war modes on battle maps. So we get the ground war and that. I wish there was a little bit more ground war modes, but again, it's all kind of addition. 
an addition to what COD normally is. It's not like Battlefield yeah. is supposed to have those, which I tried to play Battlefield today over lunch because of the new updates. And sure enough, it <laughs> crashed. Like I saw I, I saw your tweet. Dude, I didn't even get into one match. That game hates me and I hate it. Like that's all there is to it. So I mean what one would argue the game is just bad, but yeah one would many more than one would probably argue <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh the maps are grouped into three traditional categories so they're kind of from three different places um the al Mazar map which is the warzone 2 map uh, several of the maps come from there um there's several of the maps it says what does it say several core and battle maps will be based on this region making multiplayer a phenomenal place to learn some of its points of interest in detail so these as a little bit of a teaser to get ready for dmz and warzone 2 um los almas which we got to play a little bit in the beta i feel like uh mercado yeah we had played that one and then uh so that's one of the big ones uh host a similar split of core and battle maps and then uh the rest of the world so they're going to be a little bit more diverse in that the last group of multiplayer maps is an assortment of core maps with no specific region a mixture of places within campaign and completely outside of the main storyline uh did see that the the f1 the formula one racetrack map is coming back looks like they got all the copyright stuff uh, figured yep. out on there so that's good um so that's coming back this is where i hope they lead into i really like diverse maps from all over the place and um keeps the game interesting to me and then they talk more about spec ops um they give quite a bit of information in spec ops and actually talk about missions did you look into this at all when it came out like the spec ops stuff yeah i, I read through this whole thing and like spec ops and raids what they say in this blog post is actually pretty crazy yeah they give a lot of information um, evolution of spec ops from 2019 the scope experience will initially feature three missions at launch so we're going to get three spec op missions off the rip uh low profile you infiltrate a town in the dead of night to uncover intel and evidence left behind by alcatala before exfil excuse me stealth is key to survival so as long as you crouch you're fine no one will see you <laughs> um denied area multiple sam turns preventing reinforcements from entering almazra with the help of vehicle navigate through winding streets you get a drive again uh gta 6 gameplay um <laughs> then defender mount zaya love letter to fans of survival modes defend observatory from increasingly difficult waves of enemies sounds like zombies a little bit um i really don't like when uh flashbacks intensify love letter to the fans right there but <sighs> yeah not good um <laughs> That brings back some memories. Uh, between each wave, operators can spend cash to get items as kill streaks, self revive kits, and armor plates. So that's pretty cool. It sounds like it's going to have uh, one of the spec op missions is going to be like a mob style mode. Um, this was this was interesting to me. And is this coming to DMZ? That's a great question, Crash. I don't know. It sounds like it could. Um, in spec ops, operators will have access to a backpack. That's got to be in DMZ to store equipment and one of Definitely. three kits that are similar to a set of perk field upgrades and kill streaks and multiplayer. So I wonder if these kits and spec ops will be in DMZ. So you can choose to be an assault kit, increased armor with an armor box. Later levels include assault suit, munition, think mini juggernaut, increased armor capacity and free stems. Uh the medic kit, quicker revives, revive pistol just like Battlefield 2042. Later levels include free bomb drones, similar benefits to double time perk, free claymores, anti-tank mines included in the backpack, and the recon kit focused on better equipment uses with a snapshot pulse field upgrade to see nearby enemies. Later levels include the ability to automatically restock lethals and tacticals over time, the ability to carry extra equipment, a free heartbeat sensor, and spotter scope included in the backpack. So, Boom. There you have it. 
that seems that's definitely gonna be in in dmz and stuff i feel like i mean you have like the like the perks and stuff like that but i think like at base those will probably be i mean they're saying it's gonna be in in, in it's definitely in raids is kind of what they're because there's they tell you in that post that they they highly recommend re- leveling one of them up to like tier five or whatever before raids so i think there's going to be something to they're going to tie into dmz in some way for sure yeah that would be cool when you're when you're uh dropping in or getting ready to infill like all right who's going to be medic who's going to play assault and everybody's kind of got their roles and yeah missions. i was thinking it's exactly so when you're yeah, doing your teamwork what... it's going to make you like i'm going to have to coordinate with you and be like hey what are you doing okay well we need a medic so someone's got to be a medic instead of just like I'm going to run my meta gun and not help my team, you know? So it, it's, it sounds like it's encouraging specifically for raid uh, spec ops and probably raids. It's going to be encouraging teamwork. So you're going to need to work together and, and choose the right kit. Yep. Um, we highly recommend completing all three spec ops missions with three stars and have at least one kit leveled up to tier five before raids. So it's going to be in raids. Uh, direct continuation of campaign or introducing spec ops later in the season. I want to know more about DMZ. Are they keeping people excited or is it like hazard zone and it's dog shit? That's what I don't want to know. Um, <laughs> but then they don't talk about, so. uh, the ranks level one to 55, unlock the platforms, multiplayer loadouts and spec ops kits, uh, weapon platforms. Each platform, um, will have the challenges. Most will include progression trees, spec ops kits. We talked about base operator, unlock challenges, those self-explanatory, uh, daily challenges that's the thing additional challenges uh, as well um there was they talked about there's going to be like well you did, how, in your video i can't remember what you said how many possible weapons are there going to be like 50 or something it's like 51 based on with the base weapons is like 33 and then with the platforms it's like 51 or something but that doesn't include all the variants you'll be able to make like i mean just looking at the m4 stuff that we had available in beta i had like 15 variants off of that so i mean you're gonna have there's gonna be i mean i i don't know someone could go look at that weapon conversion playlist i did for modern warfare 2019 um but like i'm i i guarantee i'll be able to make probably like 200 weapons in this game it's gonna be so more or less than 2042 Ah, dude, they really, I mean, unfortunately, they just, they're not up to par with what 2042 delivered, you know. Um, Four assault rifles. 2042, you know, the two LMGs were what did it for me. They just nailed it. It's just like when I, you know, when Which I love you LMGs. Pick, man, flip a coin. It's crazy. There's too many. I mean, they should have just stuck with one, so I don't need to think so hard, you know. I mean, shit, dude. Just stare at that screen. I'm like, I don't know what to do can't play the game because i don't know which one to pick man that's the reason i that's the reason i had to ultimately uninstall is like i can't choose between these many machine guns just can't do it for me it was the four assault rifles i was just that's overwhelming wow coming from a machine gun guy i mean that's too much how did you even how did you your fucking brain comprehend that many choices it didn't i don't i don't play it um so (laughs) <laughs> so the other thing that's good ricochet anti-cheat for all you cheating pieces of shit out there the system will be actively monitoring and taking actions against cheaters modern warfare roman numeral two. learn how they operate to mitigate unfair play across both games watch your ass cheaters all right ricochet's coming for you <laughs> i wish i could track you down and fight you in a cage um me too that'd be fun that would be a youtube channel 
to One catch those, a uh, to catch a cheater. To catch a cheater, yeah. Get him and in, then, a, in a ring or an octagon or something. And we get Chris Hansen. And it's like they show up to a house to like buy cheats, and Chris Hansen's like, eh, just take take a seat right over there. And then they what try to that? run. When they run out the door, they run into a cage with you and me, and we just yeah. <laughs> now I'm gonna get canceled. Okay. <laughs> oh shit. I guess that's everything to expect with multiplayer. Um I haven't been excited for a Call of Duty in several years. So I actually am. Um I'm gonna be hitting it hard in S and D and uh hostage. I've been playing Modern Warfare twenty nineteen S and D the last few weeks and I'm pretty I'm pretty dialed in. Pretty dialed in. Yeah, I had to uh I had I un I uninstalled, unfortunately. Cause I was like when the campaign came out, I'm like, I'm not gonna go back and play anything. I'm just I'm ready. After I played the beta, I was like, I can't I can't play anything else. So, so I, I I'm I'm eager to go. I mean, yeah, there's a lot. I'm gonna hit it hard too. I can't wait to just get in there. My uh my sole purpose in life once the game comes out is level up the AKs to the max. That's really all. They have what I asked for for the AKs. So uh I'm I'm fairly certain someone from the from the studio watched some of my videos because we got a lot of the stuff I was bitching about, so. And you've never seen that in a COD game. Like, some Zenny AKs drip going on. Like, I'm the happiest Call of Duty player in the world. That's all. I don't care what they do. Bring on the clown skins. Bring on whatever. I got my AKs that I want. I don't care. Uh, somebody clipped that and remember that <laughs> for when they do come out with the clown and anime skins and Buff is pissed off. You got to play that <laughs> clip. You said you didn't care. We need to remember that. 100 oh, percent well okay I'll, I'll i'll walk it back and say for the first couple months i won't care because i'll have right. my ak's but then maybe like a year or two down the road where they're like we're introducing uh you know call of duty uh mars warfare into warzone i'm like son of a bitch mm -hmm. damn laser guns <laughs> and i'm gonna take that clip i'm gonna smack you in the face with it <laughs> yeah um yeah i i'm I'm thinking about, and I, I don't know if, how this would do on my channel, like a little bit of candid stuff here. <laughs> I, I've i been thinking about, we'll see how it goes, but about making uh, strategy guides and stuff for, for S&D and for, for hostage to get together with friends and have fun. And I thought about doing uh, flyovers in the, the spectator mode and then doing some like... Uh, 3d animations of like where to post up and like what angles you could see and i could do some of that stuff and i don't know if there'd be a audience for it or not or if it would just be like all the battlefield people on my channel would be like why are you playing battlefield you schmuck so i mean you look that. at like i know there was there was some like siege players when i was trying to get in a siege like 2019 so it's already like five years after the game launched and I would like, I would just look and there'd be like map guides and in-depth stuff like this and that about angles. So, I mean, I think there's, there's definitely a niche in any community for that kind of stuff. So I think it's, I think it, I, like I always say is just do whatever kind of content you like doing. And that's usually a workout because you're passionate about it. I'll be honest. I like getting views. <laughs> that's what's kind of fun. I don't mean that in like the shitty way. That's all I care about. I care about making good content for my audience is like the sole number one thing. 
but for me it's really fun to like try to like study analytics and like how to do your thumbnails and like how to make titles and descriptions and that stuff's really fun to me um yeah too. it's always it's always a good feeling when you do a video and it's like an hour in and you're like way above what you usually are pulling in and you're like shit yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's a good feeling for it's sure it's pretty cool and then i've been experiencing the other side of it where it's like nine out of ten ten out of ten nine out of ten yeah then there man little game called um Call of Duty Cold War, and then the uh, the most authentic <clears throat> World War II shooter known to man, mm. um, Call of Duty Vanguard. Really, really big did, in the in the reenactment did, space. Simulator. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was basically it was basically a milsim, and you know that did wonders for my channel. Just those numbers were pumping. Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good. It was a point there. I was like, maybe I just don't do anything till Modern Warfare Two. And the sex bots agree in chat. They're they seem very they right on, they dude. seem supporting with the emotes though. I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah, I mean, thank you, sex bots. That says, it. that says love. They love your idea. They're all in. They're here for. They're here for me. I Absolutely. It. I do like the I do like the restream. It lets me delete it off the screen, which is super nice. Oh, that's cool. That's neat. It's pretty nice. Um, shout out restream. I really like restream. It's really cool. Um, quick shot time. Yeah. I don't have that many. Um, yeah, I don't. Just a couple things. Um, one of which. I'm sorry. Can I just? What's I just, going on? I have to just Teddy's Teddy's comment right <laughs> oh, now. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Really, I could I could hear the pain in Buff's voice when he made the F2000 showcase in Vanguard. Yeah, dude, that sucked. Let me like just to be candid. Like I cannot wait to for this weekend so I can start doing finally do some my actual fucking content again i haven't been able to do my content in so long with weapon conversions because can't do anything in those other games and, and i covered everything in my work so yeah when they did a modern weapon in vanguard <laughs> hear the pain in my voice yeah there was there was some pain there i was like really pumped and then it's like but it's in you know vanguard so anyways back to quick shots i want me to, want me to do the sound effect for you this time or um, I, I mean, I got unlimited ammo in this thing, so I'll, okay, okay. I'll, just... I'll shoot it again. Um, yeah, it's got a really big bag. Um, <laughs> so this, uh, this was interesting to me. Uh, this is like a, a chat alert. Uh, a Valorant player competed from a hospital bed and won a collegiate Valorant game. So, um, according to sources, um, Nashiel Shaw. He is a student at Old Dominion University, got really sick with pancreatitis and had to be admitted to the emergency room. And it goes on in this article on PC Games In. Um, it talks about how cutthroat collegiate Valorant is and like how Riot has uh, keeps an eye on it and people can actually become pros. So the scene is like incredibly competitive. Uh, who they were going to play. Um, see, Old Dominion is where he was. They were going to play West Virginia Wesleyan esports team and they tried to reschedule it and those bastards wouldn't reschedule it. So what does this guy do? He gets his predator laptop from 2016, a mouse on a hospital tray and just shits all over these kids from a hospital bed. Chat alert. Maybe, okay? 
Maybe they should have rescheduled, huh? <laughs> yeah, they probably should have. I wonder what his stats and stuff were. I didn't see any of that stuff, but I just thought it was pretty crazy that this kid, they got a picture of him. He's like, two thumbs up. We just won. Dude, I wonder if he was just like, I'd love to know his stats too. Cause like, what if he was just like a mediocre play and they're like, no way you're not rescheduling. Cause they're like, now, now they're down a play. We have, we definitely have the advantage now. And then this guy just goes off or he was like a really, really good player and just like, was that good but it'd be hilarious if he was like not great and just like went ham from the hospital and they're just like man that really backfired <laughs> yeah yeah imagine losing find it out later that he just lost to the guy in the hospital yeah. i wonder what his stats were i, I might have to i might have to do a little, little investigative journalism yeah and geez. figure out what's going on with that but i just thought that was a really cool story and i'm guessing that is his setup so for yeah, those of you who are in the podcast, he's literally laying in a hospital bed. He has old school wired Apple earbuds in on an old ass looking Predator laptop, <laughs> and his mouse. He's got one of those hospital tray things with that mouse. I, this, that's not his mouse pad, is it? It's like a big. I can't poofy, tell, dude. It's like a it big looks, poofy ass. It thing might with, be like a. It might be like a like a pillow thing or something that goes in your pillow to make it like a little softer or firmer, like a cushion or something. I don't know. It looks, looks fluffy and soft. So I don't know. They too owed that team too. It says right here, man, that is embarrassing. If you're that other team, <laughs> that's, <Thank God. laughs> that's not good. That is, yeah, that's really bad. Oh man. That's there's like losing. And then there's losing, just getting swept by a team with a guy in the beating you from the hospital bed. yeah he might have been on he might have been on drugs and all yeah with pancreatitis yeah i just like just had a little shot of morphine before and just <laughs> crushed it insane man insane. what a beast so yeah that's a cool story i thought it was funny um <clears throat> the next thing i talked about buff tagged me with this on twitter it's pretty sad that battlefield 2042 is now like a quick shot at the end of the show um they posted a <laughs> battlefield posted a twitter video talking about the m16a3 vault weapon and they took it down immediately potentially because it has a new prototype tank that no one has seen before so there is what is it looks to be a futuristic railgun tank so you see the giant barrel probably shoots with electromagnets or whatever and you can just kind of yeah see that's it. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I saw. I think uh, Lossie had the Lossie did it. Yeah, the screenshot and, was uh, a little rough, but you can see it there. In that, yeah, video. it's pretty crazy. I wonder if they if they did, if Dice did that on purpose or they really were just that abundant. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. I wonder it's if like they did it on purpose to tease obvious. it, or maybe that's something that's coming to season three. Maybe. Yeah, it, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it looks awesome. Now, I'm just curious. Was the video about like them buffing the M16 or something? Because I know it was performing under like bad compared to how it is in Portal or something. I have no clue. I know they, they need to buff the Vol weapons. They said they feel kind of weird. Yeah. Well, that's it's a really cool thing. Again, it ties into uh, ties into a lot of like the stuff we saw in the uh, Final Stand DLC, I believe it was from Battlefield 4. We saw a lot of those prototype tanks, the hover tanks and stuff like that too. So, yep. At least they're kind of being consistent with some of their some of their uh, game timelines, I guess, kind of, maybe. Yeah. 
I was uh, I was talking to my buddy Walt. He's been on the show a couple times earlier today, and it's like uh, he was talking about how he really liked the when Jack Frags did the Across the Battlefield series, where he'd talk about yeah, um, the, yeah. the maps. And every time there'd be a DLC, he'd cover the maps and stuff. And I was like, dude, if you did that in this game, you would make two videos this year. There were two <laughs> effing maps in this game, man. What? Yeah, it's it, dude. It's pretty sad. And I mean, just staying on Battlefield for a second, and then they're introducing these these vault weapons slowly into into multiplayer. But I gotta be honest, man. I'm. I mean, I've already installed the game, so I really don't care. But it's just it's hard to watch because in Portal, they don't have all the they don't have all the attachments they had in the bait in Battlefield Three, for example, here. But they're all sharing. I mean, the front, the foregrips, and everything like that are not the ones from Battlefield Three. Yeah, and there's not. They don't have all the attachments. So, like, I mean, you get like one generic foregrip for your vertical foregrip for every gun in Battlefield Three, but it's not any of the ones that was in Battlefield Three. So, I mean, yeah, they're bringing in the gun and maybe one or two of those optics, but I mean, geez, just bring in. It's just, just. Yeah, did you see the? Did you see the the photo somebody posted? It showed the model of the AK seventy four U, and it had that generic twenty forty two foregrip on there, and it was like three yeah. times longer than the pistol grip, and the sight yeah. was like way out of like it was all disproportionate, looked silly, and they just dumped it in there. That's what you think about a lot of the a lot of people who are like twenty forty two truthers, I guess, that think it's a a good game with a lot of content. Dude, this is content that was in Portal that they're bringing over and calling content. The Liquidators yeah, had yeah. no new maps. It only had new cosmetics. It had a recycled game mode from Battlefield 4. Like, what? It There has been two, there's been hardly any new content. Like, the reworks or whatever, but that's just finishing maps that they didn't get done before the game release. So it's it's wild. Yeah, and I mean, when we talk about the the vault woman, I mean, the, the portal like is a cool idea that they I think just under delivered on, unfortunately. But <laughs> excuse me, when it comes to like weapons like this, um, you know, bringing the, like for example the M sixteen A three into multiplayer, it's weird to me that they didn't just like what would the instead of bringing the M sixteen A three, why not bring? Okay, where's where's the M four platform going to be in twenty years, right? And I mean, you can kind of see where it's going. Why not just make why not just make that version? Because it's not the spear, which the the M5. It's going to be different. You have like different. I don't know. Just clearly, I mean, we've been over all the issues. But yeah, yeah, they're whatever. It's wild. Um. Yeah, guys. That's probably a program for the most part. Other than chat, if you got time for some chat questions. Um. Yeah, let's, we can do a little Q and A for sure. And I see Edward saying Medal of Honor Warfighter is underrated. I do love the missions there. Some of the even better than Modern Warfare 2, Attention to Detail. Yeah, and I've said it here on this channel, on on this show, I think we've talked about it a lot, is Medal of Honor Warfighter, if that game were to release today and just be refined a little bit, I mean, there is definitely some bad parts about that game, like the kill cams and stuff were just way too much and things. But if they re-released it and like remade it today and refined it, <clears throat> Medal of Honor Warfighter would be one of the top-selling games, FPS genre of all time, easily. It's a shame EA just like let that die, and it's a shame no one, no one over at EA is looking at the success of Call of Duty instead of saying, "Hey, let's release Battlefield and make it be like Fortnite, Call of Duty, like this and this." Like you had a direct competitor to Metal or to Call of Duty, which was Battlefield at one point, and then you had an even more direct competitor 
because Battlefield and Call of Duty were like we're always different, but Warfighter itself, I felt, was from a multiplayer perspective, boots on the ground wise, <clears throat> was more of a competitor to Call of Duty. So, man, I wish they would just, I wish they would pull that back out and do it right. Um, uh, striking out here asking the real questions. Uh, have any of you ever had Fireball? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Jack Daniels Tennessee Fire is a little bit better. And mix that shit with cream soda, and it's amazing. It tastes like a cinnamon roll. Um, um might need to try that. Favorite? Uh, make sure I didn't miss anything. Oh, uh, you guys Buffett see the lead? Minecraft. Yeah, go ahead. You go. You go. Minecraft. No, I was. I'm not answering that. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's a. That's that's not happening. But I see Chase has a good one. Did you guys see the leads camos from Modern Warfare Two? Besides oh, the mastery yeah. camos, most of the camos give me huge Medal of Honor Warfare vibes. I mean, that's what I thought too when I was looking at them. And even the, even the M, I think I said it during the live stream, the M4 in that uh, sniper mission had like that UDT green hexagon camo, which is like right out of Warfighter. There's a whole and all the camos leaked. So I did you see them crash? Because a lot yep. of those they have like the flat camos and some of the. Like those are yeah they they definitely Modern Warfare 2019 like the gunsmith and everything like that they took directly from Warfighter I felt and they made it look better but the camos now in this they definitely like went back and they looked at all those camos and and definitely kind of did those because they look exactly the same which is good I love it love it to see it I thought the mastery uh, camos were pretty good too um, they had a lot they looked finished like there was some uh, like Black Ops Four or something that came out that were only like a couple parts of the gun. So they had like really good. Really yeah, good I think that was cold. I think that was Cold War. Yeah, it was like it would only cover part parts of your gun, not the whole thing. Yep. Um, Edward asks, Crash and Buff, what's your favorite campaign mission from uh, Modern Warfare Two? Um, you go first. What's yours? Because I gotta, I gotta think about that one. Oh, what? <clears throat> I suck. Um, because I just talk shit about it, but the sniper one, the gillied one. Um, just cause, <laughs> just cause how it looked and that sniper rifle, it looked like it was built on the scar platform was fucking tits. Like, so I, I didn't like, I don't remember exactly which rifle it was. It looked like it. the hmm. one, the one Laswell had is, was a Mark 20 SSR. So that is a scar platform weapon, which we'll get in the game. The sniper you get, you were using it as, as gas was the, uh, the Barra MRAD. I think that for his 338 Norma Mag, I want to say. Um, I liked it. I liked that. Yeah, that, that map was, looked cool. That had such a cool vibe to it. The laying down in the ghillie and the guys walking by you was like, I don't know. It gave me all ghillied up vibes. And like, I, I like that was probably my favorite. And it was also my least favorite. <laughs> yeah, I, I was playing on a realism last night. I got to go back and look at the footage because I, I thought I saw that part where you're laying down and the guys are passing over you. I thought I saw a guy with an AN-94. And I like did a double take. I was like, what the? F I was like, did I just see an AN-94? And I was like, do I shoot? Do I turn around and engage these guys to see if I can pick it up? But I recorded it. Really yeah, I, I might have. I was probably just seeing it, things. But I was like, I, for some I didn't get a good look at it. And I wasn't really paying attention. But I was like, out of the corner of my eye, I'm like, that looked like an AN-94 profile. So I got to look at that. But my favorite campaign mission uh honestly i loved i loved uh close air and hard point were those two ac 130 missions but i also i mean i played those a lot already too because they were so fun i went back and played them a bunch 
especially on realism and did a video but killer capture was awesome that was that first one that only night vision one we had i really liked that one i did that on realism last night that was a lot of fun um i also thought dark water was great um ghost team was pretty sick to be honest um and uh i think what was the 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 uh, borderline where you're alejandro and and you go over the border like there was a lot of great missions so to say to pick one is hard i'm going to just say the ac-130 missions just because they were just a, a blast to do but i like there's a lot of really good missions here so there's a handful of ones that i really really liked yep um, Zach over on Twitch asking the real questions: bacon or sausage patties? My answer is yes. <laughs> uh, I'll say sausage. I'll say sausage because I'm not. I don't. I don't eat bacon because I. I. I value my heart. So I'm gonna say uh, by itself, bacon on a sandwich, sausage patty. There you go. Um. Anything else? I hope the yeah. firing range people are getting into is unfinished. Yeah, I think it is. I got into it a little bit. Was jumping around. Yeah, there. it must. It must be right. I saw people like <clears throat> on Twitter, like man, they like all serious and somber. Like I really hope, I really hope that's not finished. And I'm just looking at them, like man, it's like dark. You can't see. Like I, it seems like it's obviously unfinished. Why would they release? Why would they have the finished version of that in the campaign only? I mean, you're trying to save space. You're just really releasing bare minimum besides campaign. So it seems like, and you get day one patches, right? So just looking at it, I was like, there's no way that's finished because it's like pitch black in there also. <laughs> so, yeah. I didn't think so either. Yeah. Um, uh, night or day mission? I think maybe night. They're kind of cool and immersive. Yeah, I love the night missions. I was kind of a little bummed we only got one, but I think that Spec Ops mission is going to be a night vision, that one that we discussed. Um, <clears throat> and I think that, I think we're going to see a lot more, so I, I'm pretty pumped. Uh, Chase says, full auto M14 coming. Yeah, I saw that. So that in the, in the I got my hands on that thing in the campaign, too. You get the, the full auto M14. Um, there's a lot. I mean, and also, I think we didn't talk about it crash did you see all the leaked weapons that people got into i mean you might have been able to do it on your side yeah, I too did. i don't know I, I looked through myself for quite a while yeah. um what i should i should have made a video um really cool um it's just there's a lot to i i don't envy uh <clears throat> people like so you your videos are more like into the milsim like making super badass looking guns but mm -hmm. you don't you don't get as much into the stats and stuff like that like the true true game data and j god and like exclusive ace i feel for those guys because there's a lot there there's a lot that's there. way i'm so that's just too much like the spreadsheet data and stuff dude uh i do yeah. that enough for i do enough that enough for my real job like analytical stuff so like i'm not <laughs> Yo. I, no, I don't want to touch it anything outside of my my regular job so but yeah, i'll stay no, away. i'll let them do that <laughs> i'm excited um i saw i didn't it didn't work right for me but i saw the the tu the tuning uh the little tuning thing that we oh, talked about yeah. um, where you could change certain things it wasn't working uh for me like i would click on it it wouldn't do anything but it was on the screen um so i'm 
I'm excited about that. And yeah, there's just going to be a, a lot of guns to use, and it's going to make it fun because, man, I'm I'm going to go hard and search and destroy and stuff. And like, just it sounds like the maps aren't being from like the three big regions or whatever. The maps might get a little stale, but there are a lot of weapons and things to work through. Yeah, um, it is. You're, and the good thing is, like, with the unlocks, you have to play with other weapons because some of the unlocks are shared, but you can only get them from using another weapon. So um, yep. <clears throat> it's going to encourage you to use all the weapons, which is awesome. What, which weapon that you saw are you looking forward to using the most, you think? Um, Basically, the... Uh, I keep calling it HK91, but that HK family, um, the Lackland oh, 762 and that yeah. family, just because my, my dad has one. And it, mm. I love shooting that thing. It's really, it's just a cool gun, and like I, I love the HK stuff. So I, I'm, I'm excited about that and playing with those and trying to. I want to try to because it, it had, and you told me to use it uh, early in the beta because I don't think mm. a lot of people knew because the the, the selector was backwards, and I don't think a lot of right. people knew it could go full auto. And in full yeah. auto, that thing was nuts. So I kind of want to make a, a fast, well handling <laughs> build of that with all that damage. And it's just it's just a cool gun that I have a special place in my heart because I've shot one quite a bit and I, I think they're pretty neat. Yeah, that gun that was a lot of fun. I, I you know I I'm looking forward to most the AKs and then I'd say outside of that the scars and then um, the one thing I was really excited to see on those leaked weapons list was the M13B. So the M13, I mean, we saw that as a Sig MCX Virtus SBR. We saw that in one of the original trailers and never saw anything else about it since. And a lot of us were wondering, like, is it not going to be in the full game? Is it maybe coming later as a as a post-launch weapon? But it's there. So <clears throat> that's awesome. So that's a that's like probably my most used gun for Modern Warfare and specifically Warzone is the M13. So I'm I'm pumped to see that because that thing's gonna have a lot of conversions and uh I think it sets up some of the weapons that don't have a bunch of platforms with them sets up a bunch of uh, additional platforms to come post launch. So I'm curious if we're going to get. And the other thing is like with weapons that are come going to come with season, the seasons, like you're not just getting one weapon, you're getting, okay, two weapons, but platforms probably with those. So really you're probably getting like five, five or more weapons, depending on how they do this. Um, so I mean that's that's really cool. It's but, a pretty yeah, cool I, system. I hope I love I, I love the platform system, man. I mean all those weapons looked awesome. I hope the uh, <laughs> I always base all these because I, I have no clue how they're gonna play in the game, like how much stuff's changed or what's gonna be viable, <laughs> what's gonna be good or not. But right, I just go off my real life experience. I hope the vector's viable. That's a cool gun I use. Um, yeah. Rightfully so. The reload animation is always really long, but that's just how the gun is with that mag release in a stupid spot. And then mm -hmm. um, I've just never been an AK fan because uh, <laughs> my my uh, one of my best friends, my neighbor I grew up with in high school, he had one. It was a cheap it was a cheap Egyptian model one Ugh. and it was a piece of Gross. shit. So I have like Ugh. a bad AK like I had bad experiences with AKs growing up. Um, I mean, so you you have the uh, <laughs> you have the fortunate uh, luck of of. Um living in a state where you can actually build some some gucci good stuff so i if you if you ever feel like investing in ak let me know and i'll I'll send you the parts you, you'll want you'll i'll make you an ak guy all right maybe have to i'm not a, i'm not a huge fan of the round um either well but. 
Well, I mean, just just oh, get, yes, a, yeah. uh, get one shaver to five five six. Yeah. I guess. All right. All right. Yeah, see. Might have to do that. Might have to do that. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make him an AK guy, chat. Don't worry. All right. Um, <laughs> never an AK fan. Everyone's unsubscribing. All right, guys. All right. <laughs> They're cool. I just had I had bad experiences, man. Not that, that kind of bad. Yeah. It would uh it would randomly go full auto. Um. Yeah, that that was uh, in when some you of those two models. That, yeah, that's a that's a known issue on some of those be really bad AKs. <laughs> Not great. I do. Yeah, I do have some videos of me shooting <laughs> um, my suppressors and stuff. Um, I need to. I really want to get a. Um, I really want to get a threaded barrel for my 1911, and that'd be, that'd be put sick. that on there. But the damn the damn threaded barrel costs more than the as much as the whole gun. It's Jesus. wild. Well, not what that gun would cost now, because it's a Wilson Combat. But ooh, there the, you go. But the if you get the Wilson Combat barrel, it's like fifteen, sixteen hundred bucks for just a stupid barrel. Good God. That's why I, I don't see, have Ed one. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Edward and Chad asking, "Have you guys watched Tomorrow War?" Um, yeah, Edward, I actually liked it. I, I thought it was good, and you had, I think it was like a. The M4 in there was like a, they had some Haley, Haley strategic mods on that thing. So I, I I liked, I liked that movie a lot actually. Is that the one with Chris Pratt that came out a while ago? Yeah, I think it was earlier in the year, the end end of last year, where I they had that. to go to like the future. Yeah, it was it was good. I like. I thought it was pretty cool. An airsoft video. I don't own an airsoft gun. Um, but I don't have any airsoft stuff. I was a. I was a paintball kid back in high school. There you go. Blast from the past. <laughs> to the 1911 holster in a game, it can also be found sitting on tables and stuff in different missions, but it can't be used. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't mm. know. I didn't I didn't really look for what interesting. I, no, I missed that. <clears throat> I need someone to put like a 25 round prototype drum mag on a 1911 for me. <laughs> I've been using that. Um That'd be fun. I've thought about it, faulty. Um I thought about it. But I have some, I recorded some videos because I recorded some interesting videos about uh, when you're shooting suppressed, the difference between subsonic and supersonic ammo was actually astonishing to me um, when I started getting into suppressed stuff. Uh, just how loud the, the crack of the bullet is uh, when it breaks the sound barrier. So I did some videos showing that. I picked it up on the mic pretty good, but I, I never, never edited it. Edit, edited it. <laughs> edited it. Yeah, that <clears throat> that word, me. that word. <laughs> the forty-five round mag for the Makarov. Yeah, there's like eighty round mags on that thing on that Psykov pistol. Yeah, the eighty rounder. Yeah, it's a real thing too. Um, how much do you think of the Sicario field references? That a couple of them definitely stuck out to me. Yeah, there was a few, but I <clears throat> I was actually really surprised. The uh, usually for every modern warfare campaign there's like a mission at least one or some sort of some sort of like one of those over the top like scenes where you're got, you're almost dying you get saved it's like a reference from a movie scene that's pretty one-to-one -one. and they i didn't really see any of those this time around so they actually did a good job of like matching the tone and some of the settings with stuff like sicario definitely some things here and there but they actually did i think they did a really good job kind of standing on their own with the story this time around there was nothing really referenced like movies or 
any real life things that we've seen too much. There's like definitely some, but not not like past Call of Duties. Cool. Asher's dad has all the high capacity 1911 mags over there. Yeah, there you go. I see Damn. that. Jesus. 70 round. Oh my. That'd be sweet. Mine's weird because uh the will said it's a slim frame, but it's a double stack mag. So it actually holds eleven, which is cool. But instead that's, of eight, but... that's cool. So it would take it with some kind of weird ass mag. <clears throat> Edgar says, good campaign, but I really wanted to play out the border crossing scene from the movie. Yeah, from Sicario. I, 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 I'll say I'm a little shocked we didn't get that specific like scene in the game because they have that map in the, in the multiplayer. So uh, I thought that would have been <clears throat> that would have been sick as like a vehicle. You know, you're in the vehicles crossing the border with soap and ghost or something and like that. You just reenact that. That would have been awesome. I think that was a missed opportunity. Yep. Are are we calling that a program? An yeah, episode? I got I got a hungry cat here, so I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kitty kitty's calling the shots. Um guys, that was fun. Um Thank you guys so much for tuning in uh, across all of the different channels and everything like that. Listen to us ramble on about video games. Everyone, uh, have an awesome time with the multiplayer launch. If you're uh, hopping into that on Thursday night slash Friday morning or the weekend, good luck to you guys out there on the, uh, on the battlefield in Modern Warfare. And um, we'll talk about it next Monday. Yeah, thanks guys. Great show as always. Looking forward to uh the week ahead and multiplayer gameplay over the weekend, man. Weapon conversion's coming back. Crash is gonna be crushing it with some hostage rescue and some search. So it's gonna Dude, be a, it's gonna be a good time. I'm pumped. Those those hostages aren't gonna rescue themselves. Okay. Nah, someone's gotta do it. That's You're right, the man of the in. job. <laughs> All right. Don't even tell them not to worry. I'm coming for them Thursday night. We're gonna be there so no it'll be fun so all right guys thanks again so much yeah keep an eye on buff's channel and my channel if you're into that stuff and uh good luck out there we'll see you next week thanks guys peace